Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Another week, another idea for a mini-series. This one is all about the coming adpocalypse. A podcalypse. A podcalypse. What happens when things go bad? As you know, this show is all about trying to make podcasting better, not just easier, for the future. Well, here's the deal. I've been a fan of the future for a long time. Science fiction talks about the future a lot. And more often than not, when we talk about the future, we talk about the apocalypse, the coming bad that will destroy us all. And maybe it's because I just finished watching the Umbrella Academy last night, but the apocalypse is on my mind quite a lot. Not the biblical silliness of the apocalypse, but I I like post-apocalyptic type stuff. What I want to talk about today and perhaps the rest of this week are what happens when things go bad. What if the mission of this particular show is not true? We don't make podcasting better, but in fact, we make podcasting worse. Ooh, that could be a bad thing. And by the way, that's going to happen. It's a, it's not a straight line progression. It's a ziggy zaggy line. As things go up, they, we do tend towards progress, but we make some mistakes along the way. And one of the mistakes that I think we're going to see happen along the way is how we handle discovery, keywords, that sort of stuff. This this talk was inspired by a friend of mine, Danny Stern. Danny runs the Art Dealers Show. He also is one of the co- co-organizers of the San Francisco Podcasters Meetup Group. Excuse me, breakfast. Mm, mm, mm. He and I were chatting along with Steve Boyette at PodFest, and this weird topic came up. Because it's been discovered that our friends at Google and other places are trying to transcribe, if you will, transcribe the content of things that are said on a podcast so that we can do better search and discovery. Google needs words. It needs to churn through the actual words. And podcasters, we suck at writing blog posts. And we suck at writing microcopy. Collectively, it's called those show notes. We're not very good at that. So the meta information we give on a podcast isn't all that strong. So we're relying on these computers to crunch through the words the sounds, if you will, and turn those into text, at least that a robot can go through and understand. We want to understand what's being said inside of the conversation so that can get searched and get indexed, which is great. Sounds like a great idea. So let's take that to its logical insanity, which is exactly where Danny went with it, which I thought was beautiful. So any of you who've been in the uh, the, the online space for a long time might remember the good old days, or the very, very old days, when we did some really, really bad things to influence search algorithms. One of the things that we would do, and I use we in the collective term, not saying I engage in this, this activity, one of these black hat techniques that we did was something where we would actually put text on a page, 
at the bottom of a page, at the bottom of a website. But we would set the color of that text to exactly the same as the background. So white text on a white background, or vice versa, or whatever. It was a very easy way to game the system. You could type as many words as you wanted, giving the search engines at the time, the crawlers at the time, lots of information to churn through, to figure out what this page was about, except it was all fake. It was all fake. You just write paragraphs and paragraphs of repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Now, no human would ever see this because it was, again, white on a white background. But the computers that were indexing the web at the time would, and then they would rank that page up higher for that. Well, of course, that's a bad idea. And these search engines, most of them finally got wise to that pretty quickly. And you would keep any sites that did this, any pages that employed this technique would be knocked down. Okay, great. But again, I go to the idea here that we are now entering a world where Google is trying to do this once again, and other companies, with audio. Now, Evo, you're saying, there's no way that you could do this. What do you do? Because the, the computer has to be able to interpret the sounds coming through. And if you just played it so soft, it wouldn't be able to hear it, right? Or you did it at the same with like subliminal background messaging. It's not going to work because, again, it's, it's, it's ears that have to key into it. Well, not really. Remember that the human hearing, the human ear, only can recognize things from about 20 to 20,000 hertz. You can record things at much higher we wouldn't go on and go lower. That'd be bad. Much higher hertz than that. And computers can interpret those things. So it makes me wonder. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm just, this is a crazy conspiracy, which is not me at all. But an idea, why not? I will imagine that at some point in time, someone will attempt to add stuff at the end of a program, perhaps during a musical, like maybe there's a 30-second little roll-off, silent, not, not, not silent, but a 30-second roll-off, pretty common in the podcasting space. I can imagine someone coming in and narrating something, talking about, you know, just, just using the keywords that they want to use over and over and over again, because keyword search still kind of sucks. Saying those things over and over and over again, and then pitching them, if you will, or frequency adjusting them upwards over 20,000, to where only dogs could hear them and these computers that are now listening to what we have to say. Now, will that happen? I don't know. Actually, I will bet you money that there's no doubt that will happen. Now, what will be the impact of that? Will it have any impact whatsoever? I don't really know. Because let's face it, Google has gone through great lengths over the 20-ish years they've been in existence, and they continually tweak their algorithm each and every day to try and stop people from doing this. And so it's probably already been done. I just don't know about it. But I will bet you that we're going to see more of those and other little tricky things. Now, what's the worst that could happen out of that? Well, probably... There's probably nothing really bad that's going to happen to anybody that's doing the good stuff. Just like with all these other black hat techniques from SEO, as long as you weren't doing these things, then you weren't impacted. It didn't cause you a negative if those things are done. Where I think the real problem begins, and is the same place I saw it happen in the SEO world, is when unsuspecting podcasters, like yourself perhaps, decide to grab on to someone else's techniques or even worse, hire out someone 
to promote your content organically. SEO, so maybe it's also SEO sound search, uh, you know, uh, listen, I don't know, audio search uh, optimization, whatever, whatever it's going to be called. Maybe these firms crop up and say, hey, we'll do that. Give us your file. Give us your audio file. And we'll layer in this stuff that you, no listener will ever, ever hear that will automatically get you bumped up in the algorithms that are coming. Because we can tell the algorithms, the algorithms can hear things that nobody else can. So we'll layer in this stuff. It's not a question of if this is going to happen, but but when. And I think the real danger is, you know, falling for stuff like that. So how do you know? It's the same problem everybody deals with when you're dealing with an SEO company. How do you know what they're doing is actually legit? You don't. You don't. So it'll be up to the some people, maybe me, other people to continue to raise red flags about that. I mean, the cautionary tale here is don't do spammy stuff. Don't do questionable stuff. Don't do it. And the, and the, and the apocalypse won't hit you from a marketing perspective. And yeah, that's what I think. But if you do want some really good ideas of how you can make sure you make a really fantastic show that a lot of people want to listen to and meet your business goals, that's what I do. I do. Simpler Media, that's what we do for, for lots of businesses around the world. So if you need help with that, please get in touch. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro and get a listing of all the services I'm offering to all of my clients. Just updated the site yesterday. Wow, is that behind? Sorry. And that's it, guys. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, 
choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.